preparing, setting up. We could be live right now. All right. It says we are now streaming live on YouTube. Uh, our apologies for uh, setting up. Oops, let me mute this. Okay. Uh, our, our apologies for being uh, 15 minutes late. Uh, we uh, changed hosts. Uh, David Blackman is uh, not on today's episode, so I'm taking over as your host. And we were waiting on our awesome panelists. Uh, the, you the can blame is- me. I slept in this morning. I woke up and it was like 6.59. And then I was like, ah! So, yeah, it, you can guys. blame me for like not sending the link until like two minutes before the show starts too. So, um, and you can blame me because I was pushing the site live and uh, got caught up in the tasks and uh, yeah. totally forgot about But you know what I'm going to do? Even though we, us three took the blame, I'm going to blame it on 10. Yep. Yeah. Because, awesome. uh, he did not take the blame. <laughs> I know. Come on. Way to step up, Tim. Jeez. I was going to say, you know what, guys? This was one of those days. You know. Leave us all hanging. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Let's uh, let's go ahead and get down to business here. Um, this, so this is a uh, Divi Chat episode eighty-three. That sounds insane. I can't believe we're eighty-three episodes in. And tonight, I, I think is going to be a extremely popular uh, topic. We're talking about the two biggest uh, e-commerce platforms um, on WordPress, and those are uh, WooCommerce and Easy Digital Downloads. Um, but before we get going, let's uh, introduce our guests and uh, let's start with ladies first. Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah Oates from Endure Web Studios. You can catch me at endure.com.au or Endure Web um, on the socials. Tonight, I will be representing the majority of people who have used WooCommerce but never used easy digital downloads. I don't know anything about it, never tried it, only heard about it. So I will be the question asker for this evening or this morning. All right. All right, let's uh, jump over to Jerry. Hey, it's great to be with you today. Uh, last minute rush to get here, but uh, glad I made it. And uh, you can find me online at montereypremier.com where we run a huge installation of WooCommerce and a multi-vendor uh, marketplace. And then also you can find me on ferventsolutions.com where I run a easy digital downloads with a couple free products. And then of course, Jedi for uh, a little bit of money. But uh, that's uh, my experience with both WooCommerce and easy digital downloads. I'm looking forward to sharing with you. Excellent. Thank, thanks for joining in last minute. All right, Timmy. Hey, everybody. Tim Streifler here, and uh, I'm broadcasting from the Austin, Texas area. And uh, Leslie always gets mad. It's more specifically Round Rock. I should have just kept it because Leslie's not here. So yeah. uh, <laughs> you can find and, me online at divilife.com and timstreifler.com. And I'm actually running both WooCommerce and EDD on the same site at divilife.com. I mean, mainly it's EDD, but technically WooCommerce is still installed. Long story. We'll get to that. Uh, Only only Tim, ladies and gentlemen, only Tim. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I am your host tonight, uh, Corey Jenkins. You can find me at aspengrovestudios.com, divi.life, and most recently, potentplugins.com, as well as here, Divi Chat, and uh, different places I might pop up. (laughs) And I'm uh, coming at you from Prescott, Arizona. Did you realize you just said that uh, you're coming, you're uh on divi.life oh did i say that uh, I, I, I was just reading i was just reading your comment on uh, youtube so that's why i was stuck in my Divi, oh, divi.space I'm, I'm trying to hijack uh hijack hey we're, you want to we're, 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 we're actually buying that out pretty soon <laughs> all right uh so as mentioned uh tonight's episode we're discussing uh woocommerce versus easy digital downloads and um 
you know, they're both e-commerce platforms for WordPress, but they both do have their own uh, strengths and weaknesses. And uh, maybe perhaps we should kind of get started by introducing both. Uh, Tim, you're our, <laughs> you're our kind of go-to uh, person. Yeah. You're, you're not Abs- getting out of it just because I'm hosting now. Absolutely. <laughs> so WooCommerce is actually the most popular e-commerce platform in the world. Uh, 30% of all online stores are uh, hosted on WooCommerce. And so just to be clear, that's not 30% of all WordPress e-commerce stores. That's 30% of all online stores on the internet. So, uh, Shopify, you know, Shopify is like, you know, seems to be pretty popular. It doesn't come close to the market share that WooCommerce has. So WooCommerce is very popular and for good reason, it's extremely powerful. Um, and it allows you to, uh, quickly and, um, pretty inexpensively get an online store up. Uh, WooCommerce itself is free and then the extensions cost money. So if you want to uh, use Stripe or uh, actually the Stripe gate was free, um, now. free now. Yeah, it used to cost money. But if you want to do subscription membership <laughs> site or anything like that, that's going to cost you. Um, and then on the flip side, Easy Digital Downloads uh, does not do physical products like WooCommerce does. It's only digital products. So everything from uh, software like uh, plugins and themes to photos to uh, eBooks, anything digital uh, can be uh, sold on a easy digital download store. doesn't have nearly the market share, but it's uh, mainly because it's very niche. Uh, you can't do physical products. Um, and so, yeah, those are basically the two things that we're comparing. Um, you know, w- one's not necessarily better than the other. And so we're going to kind of discuss when you would want to use one over the other. Did I miss anything? I, I think that was, I think that was pretty good, Tim. <laughs> okay, good. So, good, good. Um, yeah. So, so maybe we should kind of each, uh, you know, talk about our, uh, you know, our, our experience with each. Um, maybe we can kind of kick off because I know, um, I know Sarah does have experience with uh, WooCommerce and not so much uh, yeah. easy digital downloads. So you might be, once we get into easy digital downloads, get to like ask some, ask some questions and, and yeah. stuff like that and keep the conversation going. So um, I'll kind of, I'll kind of start with us. Um, when we, when, when we started um, Aspen Grove Studios, um, we, we, uh, you know, we started off with, with WooCommerce. And uh, at first we just had a, a couple of different products that we were putting out and uh, we released them as, uh, you know, basically unlimited uh, installations. So at that time, we didn't really have a need for uh, for the licensing, for the uh, automatic renewals on payments and things like that. Um, we, we did have a need uh, for automatically updating our themes when we put out updates, which we use kind of a third party script for that. That was a complete nightmare. And we were constantly like fixing it and uh, it was giving us stress. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we were on uh, we were on WooCommerce for the better part of uh, a, a couple of years and it definitely served its purpose but it, when, when it came time for us to implement the uh, you know the licensing um, levels on our on our products uh, we, we kind of had to look elsewhere um, but it, it definitely got the job done for us in general yeah I, I have similar experience uh, when I launched my online store with Divi life I built it on WooCommerce it was just kind of the natural choice uh, Divi has a shop module 
which is for WooCommerce. And so it will bring in your WooCommerce products and you can add some styling and stuff. And so uh, Divi also just has some really good basic styling um, out of the box for WooCommerce. And so it was just a natural choice. I don't really think I made any like conscious decisions not to use uh, EDD. Um, I know I was aware of it. It just didn't really, I don't know. WooCommerce was just a natural choice. Um, and so I, I used that initially uh, with as similar to Corey with, you know, my one-off products, uh, lifetime updates, um, unlimited sites. And it was simple. Um, even though WooCommerce doesn't specialize in digital products like EDD does, you can still do digital products and it works well. Um, mm -hmm. and then I launched, uh, I came out with my Divi overlays product. And so I, I switched up the model a little bit and, and didn't do, you know, unlimited sites. I had tiered, uh, you know, single site, three site, unlimited and lifetime, um, and then also, except for lifetime, it was all recurring. So it wasn't, um, you know, a lifetime updates, uh, unless you bought lifetime. And so that kind of, uh, I, I think I might've considered EDD at that time. Um, but I ended up finding some extensions, WooCommerce subscriptions that allowed me to do the recurring portion. And then, um, I used a API manager to do, you know, the tiered structure, uh, to be able to have, you know different sites that you could use it on. And that worked pretty well. Um, and then there were some issues. Basically, it was, you know, a third-party developer creating this API licensing manager that worked okay, that integrated with WooCommerce subscriptions and WooCommerce. So it was like uh, extensions on top of extensions. Mm -hmm. And it like and kind of worked. When you had updates, right? Exactly. And so there's just yeah. too many things that like could go wrong that did go wrong. Uh, if a customer wanted to upgrade from, you know, their single site to three site, there wasn't a good built-in way. And so I basically had to create coupon codes every time they would do a new purchase and then it would subtract what they already paid, you know, to basically, so they could pay the difference. Uh, so it was kind of a nightmare uh, in that regard. Also the API licensing like only worked, well, it worked like most of the time, but there's a lot of customers where it just, they couldn't license their product. And so that presented uh, and so basically I was like, you know what, enough's enough. I feel like this is really kind of holding me back. And so I, similar to, to Corey and, and David with uh, Divi Space and Aspen Grove, I decided to migrate Divi Life to EDD. Um, but what, what made it challenging was I had customers that were already on recurring subscriptions and they had API keys. And so I, I hired an outside dev to help me do that. It was a major migration. Custom scripts had to be written, uh, not just to migrate WooCommerce data into EDD data. That was the easy part. But there was subscriptions that WooCommerce was handling. Basically, WooCommerce and EDD did recurring subscriptions very differently when it comes to Stripe. WooCommerce keeps that data in WooCommerce and then does one-off charges to Stripe every year, like when that recurring payment mm -hmm. comes up, where EDD does holds the recurring subscription in Stripe and then Stripe handles it and then basically, you know, pings EDD, you know, mm -hmm. to send the receipt and all that. And so custom scripts had to be written to migrate the, the subscriptions into Stripe. And it was a huge nightmare, um, very expensive project, um, but it's finally just about done. Um, you know, a couple months in the making. Um, and yeah, I'm definitely glad I did it. It's uh, huge project. Like a month, right? <laughs> Basically. Yeah. So, yeah we, <laughs> it, was, it was a nightmare. We were lucky in that aspect because we didn't have any pre-existing um, recurring payments. So we were basically able to take, okay, everything from this point 
the people are going to receive a unlimited lifetime license, they're grandfathered in, and then we were able to kick off our, our licensing and recurring payments from, from that point. Uh, you know, to be fair to our, to our customers who purchased before the licensing was implemented. So, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So, uh, needless to say a lot of experience on both sides. Um, now that I'm on kind of the other end of the tunnel on the EDDM, I, I am glad that I, I did the migration and there is a lot of value in EDD when it comes to, uh, a WordPress product company that's selling, you know, plugins and themes with, uh, you know, a tiered structure for, you know, how, how many sites they want to use, recurring subscriptions, all of that. EDD is the way to go because it's made by uh, Pippin Williamson and his team. They're WordPress product creators. So it's made by WordPress product creators for WordPress product creators. So it just makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So that's my story. All right. So I guess uh, we're sharing our stories. So I started with uh, WooCommerce jumping in uh, to assist Gino at Monterey Premiere. And he launched uh, the Monterey Premier Marketplace, man, I don't know the exact time. I think it was late 2015, maybe early 2016. And then I joined with him uh, later in the year in 2016. So uh, we've been running that marketplace for um, several years now, which sells uh, Divi plugins, Divi child themes, and um, it's all on WooCommerce. But um, it's a interesting setup because it's a multi-vendor. So that means other people, third parties can sign up to sell products on our site. And then, you know, we manage the whole process for them and they get a commission and we get a commission and uh, it, it gets a little bit tricky with all of the, the splits and the affiliate links and, you know, those kinds of things. Um, so there's like a lot of custom things and, you know, stuff that was kind of put together. I think I, I, I can't totally, I was, it was before my time, but I think it, you know, costs a couple thousand dollars to like get set up initially and get everything configured right, you know, to be able to, to get it working together. And, and so we have, I think maybe 30 or 40 vendors, uh, you know, lots and lots and lots and lots of products and, uh, you know, good, uh, good, you know, ongoing traffic coming through. What so it works really cost? well for that. Was that cost? Was that software? Or was that software and labor? Um, yeah, it was, yeah. Software and labor, um, like I said, I wasn't actually part of the initial setup, but uh, there was some custom things that uh, that they wanted to do to kind of keep things secure and uh, make sure that vendors don't have access to, you know, other parts of the site that just they don't belong to and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, and WooCommerce extension, sorry to interrupt, Jerry. This is one yeah, thing no, I go for it. can't stand about WooCommerce is the extensions are so expensive. It's like, yeah, the base <laughs> platform is free, but like WooCommerce subscriptions, I think is like 129 bucks for one site, like yeah. a year. Like that's yeah. pretty, pretty substantial money. Some of those like bookings and some other ones that are like upwards of like 300. Yeah. Well, if you've yeah. got events and like then you're ending up doing events and potentially subscriptions and you know like it's it's never just one plugin that you need to be out it's very rare that it's one plugin yeah anyway sorry keep going jerry oh no that's cool so yeah so we you know we do all of our products are like tim was talking about they're not licensed you know for a certain number of sites or anything so uh on woocommerce it is you know it's a good setup and a good system it works well for that kind of thing uh, and then for me personally, when I, you know, created Jedi um, for exporting and importing demo content for child themes and such, um, I was looking at the different pricing models and such. And I, I looked at um, WooCommerce and what it would take to get the licensing set up. And it was not 
pretty. Um, and so, <laughs> yes. so as I was looking at that, I was like, I told Gino, I was like, hey, um, do you mind if I install easy digital downloads? I'll pay for it. Uh, we'll put it on Monterey Premiere, but it'll only host Jedi. That's, that's, we're not going to convert over everything because that would be a huge process, but yeah. just the simplicity of being able to build in, you know, that licensing structure into <sighs> a plugin, um, was way more simple and you know it makes sense because anything you know when you start a project and you build it and then it you add on new features and add on new features and add on new features and then by the end it's like this big thing well if you start from scratch there and you know build that end product you can do it a lot cleaner and i think that's how easy digital downloads is you know it's it's a lot cleaner because it's targeted and also it came later and learned a lot of lessons from woocommerce and stuff and so um it's a cleaner approach for the the digital type product that uh that you know we're interested in selling yeah. so and it, it seems like because they are a a smaller platform and a smaller uh company obviously that they're a lot more agile i mean mm -hmm. I've, I've put in bug reports to the edd team and like the next day they push out a fix on something that's <laughs> awesome yeah. that's, like, that's great that's awesome and uh and their development team's great so oh yeah yeah i've had <clears throat> you know very kind of uh odd very specific type of things that have kind of screwed up or, or gone wrong because of the fact that I was migrating data between the two. And mm -hmm. so, um, I was able to, to, uh, correspond with Pippin directly. Like he jumps into support and, you know, he, even though he's the owner of, you know, all these different plugin companies, um, you know, he has no problem doing support himself. And so getting to talk to, you know, I, I think he's the lead developer on, on most of the, the projects, um, you know, someone with his level of experience directly interfacing with the customer is huge. And you're not going to see that with, with WooCommerce. Um, also, a lot of the ex the major extensions for WooCommerce are, you know, built by third parties and, and so forth. But um, but yeah, to that point, Corey, very agile, very, um, yeah, I think just more hands-on because yeah, they are smaller. Like a, like a personable, like, experience, you know. So Tim, yeah. that's amazing. I didn't know you and Pippin were personal friends. Uh, I would love for you to introduce <laughs> us because I really respect uh, his his development. You know, his coding standards and uh, his approach is uh, is really excellent. So oh, yeah. Yeah. next time oh, you're hanging I, out, absolutely. throw in a good word for me. <laughs> I know, right? I, I have a business crush on Pippin. At David and uh, <laughs> Camp OC, and I think we mentioned Pippin like four or five times. So. Yeah, we, we should have had like a we should have had a counter going on in the screen, like you know. How many, how many times we mentioned Pippin? How many times we mentioned? Yeah, you know, I I do think uh, you know Tim and then um, David, David and myself have somewhat modeled our um, product structure at, after Pippins, and and you know definitely look up to them as a company. Uh, Absolutely, Sarah. Um, I'm guessing your experience with WooCommerce is like from the from the client side yeah. and, and building. Oh, uh, I did have I had Woo on my website for a while, so I I played around with the idea of my. Um, my management costs, like hosting and management being on my website. So I used to have that running with subscriptions. And so people would sign up to um, my hosting essentially through my website. So I tried that for a little while, but then I decided it didn't really work because not every client's the same. And it just was a lot of extra beef sitting behind my website for no reason. Like it, it really didn't matter that much. And then I still had to put it into my um like my financing software anyway. And so then I just thought stuff, I'm just going to pay the money to the financing company and have all of my invoices go out through them. So that's what I ended up changing to, but yes, mostly from clients. So I have all sorts of clients. I've probably got 
I don't know how many, but I've got lots of clients using WooCommerce for all different things. It's almost like I don't have any clients doing the same thing with Woo. Everybody is doing something different with Woo, whether it's membership or um, events or um, subscriptions. I've got like a coffee place that does coffee subscriptions. And so um, they have like everyone can sign up to like a different type of bean and they can sign up to like how much and how often and, you know, all of that. So lots of like variations on them. Um, and then a shop that does like wedding dress restoration. So I've got all sorts of different shops that um, use WooCommerce. So I feel pretty familiar with Woo. I'm pretty used to using a lot of different extensions. Um, and my main experience with extensions is the ones that you buy through the Woo shop are generally good and don't kill your site when there's an update. And the ones that you buy through Envato Market yeah. always kill your website. <laughs> and so it's really tricky because it's not always just me that's making these decisions. So like the wedding dress one, um, the guy who runs that, he had selected quite a few plugins that he wanted to use. And then there was other things that we just couldn't do through the Woo shop. Um, we needed one that would manage drop shipping. And there was nothing that was offered through there, but there was one through Envato that did, sorry, there was one through Envato that did what we needed it to do, which is great. But every time there's been an update, it's been a nightmare. Sorry. Yeah. And so like we did a lot of custom stuff with the emails. We like embedded our own code into the emails. We've done all sorts of things and updating that site is a nightmare every single time. But then I've got other sites, like there's a lady who sells one book through her website and we use Woo for that and it's great and it works perfectly. And when there's an update, I can just click update and it doesn't kill anything ever, like ever. <laughs> and it's fine. Um, but yeah, I would say updates is the most challenging thing. And I would always choose and I always advise clients to choose to pay the full price, even though it's really hefty to pay the price of the proper product through the Woo store rather than the like dodgy other version that's only 20 bucks through Envato because it's just a nightmare and it's not worth it. Um, but having said that, all of my clients have physical products. There's, I don't have anyone who's got a digital product. So I've ha never had a need for EDD, but for, I mean, from, I've, I get the value of learning through you guys and just about everyone has switched over to EDD. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so I just, I kind of feel like there would be no choice, right? Like, it's kind of like, if it's digital, you pick EDD, like, unless you're already set up with thousands of products, like Gino's site is, then, you know, if you're starting from scratch, it doesn't sound like there's a competition. Like if it's digital, you go EDD. And if it's physical, you go woo and you pay for the plugins. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I, I think between the two just comparing them directly isn't really going apples to apples because both yeah. definitely have their strengths and both have situations where you probably want to choose one over the other. But, um, you know, it, it is possible to do digital products in WooCommerce and yeah. it is possible to do physical products and easy digital downloads with, mm -hmm. with some extensions, but obviously you want to do your research and, and choose the best product. So I, I, I guess that's, um, you know, maybe something that, that we want to talk about pros and cons of each what's, what if you are selling physical products why should you choose you know one over the other um, which in this case is definitely woocommerce in my opinion um but maybe we can talk about a few of the built-in features and, and things that make life easy for people selling digital products or i mean physical products sorry 
Yeah, I, I think for for Wu, um, I mean it's it's a solid plugin and it's very powerful, even just out of the box without any extensions and very well coded. Um, I think the major pro with WooCommerce is because it is so popular and widely used. There's extensions for everything. Like Sarah mentioned, you know, she has a bunch of clients, these e-commerce sites that she built that each one is doing something totally different. And that's the the power of Woo and the flexibility with all the extensions. So not just with uh, the official like WooCommerce, you know, the ones that are sold by WooCommerce, but also, you know, there's so many other extensions out there. Um, and then also with that, like, there's also uh, so many tutorials, like if you're trying to do something specific and it's not really like something that an extension is needed for just like a little custom thing. Well, there's so many different tutorials and code snippets out there. And so you can pretty much, I guess you can kind of compare it to WordPress itself, you know, any type of like thing you're trying to do with WordPress in general, you can usually find, you know, either a product or a tutorial or a snippet for, I feel like that kind of holds true with WooCommerce as well um, because it's so widely used. Like it's very well um, supported, I guess, um, by the the community. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll add on to that to say it's because it's so well known and well, you know, popular, well used um, like third party uh, developers and stuff support it in a different way too. So for example, Amazon, um, there is a way to connect WooCommerce to Amazon fulfillment. So if you're familiar with the Amazon, you know, product thing, so like, you know, anybody can sell on Amazon. Yeah. And do the FBA. And so we had a client, um, that we set up their, their WooCommerce on their site for that specifically with, uh, you know, a plugin that was developed to connect Amazon fulfillment and the WooCommerce. So that way they're, they're hosting, you know, the, the product descriptions and everything, and they're actually going through the checkout process on the site, but when they complete the purchase, then all of that data is sent over to Amazon and fulfilled and shipped and everything. So all the shipping aspects are, you know, handled on that end. So, I mean, WooCommerce has great, you know, shipping, you know, stuff as well. It, it's super complex, um, but it's because it's so powerful. So it can get yeah. really complex, you know, with the taxes and shipping and, and that Do stuff just makes my head spin. the first website you ever did with um, Woo? I spent hours and hours and hours watching the tutorials and like going through each of the settings and like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, like it took me so long the first time I did it. It's confusing, but yeah, it's, it's so powerful for physical products. And like Jerry was saying, just the, the shipping options, the taxes, and then uh all the integrations with third party systems, variable products and product attributes. And Mm -hmm. there's just so many things that, that, you know, you don't initially think of. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe even like with a client site, but you have shirts in different sizes, colors, materials, and, and all kinds of things yeah. that, that WooCommerce allows you to, um, you know, to kind of group these, these products into, and then you get into shipping and connecting with, uh, you know, FedEx APIs and all that stuff. And, and WooCommerce in general, I, I'm going to say makes it easy. <laughs> they, they make yeah. it possible. Um, <laughs> they make it possible. It's good. Yeah. A lot of really good videos. Like I, yeah. I literally just watched all their videos and I went really slowly and I copied like as they did different bits and pieces the first time I did it. I reckon it took me 20 hours to set up my first shop. Like mm. it, was a, it wasn't a, just a flat, simple shop, but I reckon it took me about 20 hours just purely because I had to watch so many videos and work out. And I didn't want to just fluff it up. Like I didn't want them to go live and then be like, oh, I just missed that whole part. Sorry. Yeah. 
So, so yeah. same thing from, from that 20 hours, I'm going to address a, uh, a question that we have here uh, from, um, from Mike uh, Devitt. He wants to know, do we end up charging more for sites with Woo? And then he also wants to know about if, if we charge more for maintenance. Mm, yeah. Um, so, so maybe, Sarah, since you were talking about that. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, like, initially I didn't, right? So I, well, I mean, I charged more for the build. Um, but actually my first Woo site was for a friend and it was a very heavily discounted website. So I probably made nothing on that website, but um, I learned a lot and, you know, that's part of the, the journey, right? Um, but generally building, of course, you know, I would add at least a thousand, if not 2000 onto a website that is going to be built with Woo purely because it takes a long time to get it all set up. Some of it's the knowledge that I have, so it takes me less time, but it's still time to set it up. Um, and then I'll always charge specifically for any plugins that they need additionally to that. Um, Woo used to offer a 50% discount on renewal. And then last year they cut that and that killed me because there were some people who um, I was trying to look after and I gave them the 50% discount. Like I just passed on the cost. Yeah. It was a really painful year last year yeah. <laughs> when they suddenly then charged me a hundred percent of those costs. But so some people increase the price on top of the plugin. I just, I just charge at the time the U S to Australia rate, um, when they're due for renewal, that's like, that's how I manage it. I might buff it by like five, $10 in case the dollar changes a lot. Um, but in terms of maintenance, I've always just charged the same rate. And this last year I've just bumped up the price for Woo sites. And I wish I'd done it a long time ago, but realistically the amount of testing you have to do on a Woo site when there's a big, like this last, when they went to Woo 3.0, yeah. The amount of testing yeah. it took, it just took me so, so, so much longer than a normal website. And so um, I've gone, like I've increased for those websites. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. yeah, high traffic website. You definitely want to update, you know, on a, on a staging site, run test orders. There, there's just so many moving parts um, yeah. in WooCommerce with taxes and, and shipping and things that, that can go wrong. Um, yeah. yeah and, and then, of course, pricing out the build for a WooCommerce uh, or, or, you know, even an EDD site is highly contingent on the amount of products and the type of products. Yeah, have, for sure. Uh, if there's like I, one product compared to a hundred products, that's like a whole different kettle of fish, right? Yeah. yeah. I, yeah I we usually ballpark an hour, an hour per product after the initial setup. That's kind of like what we ballpark when we're talking to clients. Cause a lot of times clients, they come, they come with, if they don't already have e-commerce experience, they come with like, really uh, naive expectations <laughs> about it and how easy it is. And, you know, we'll just have a site, but you know, when you start walking clients through, okay, so you have one t-shirt. Okay. Well, how many colors does that come in? How many sizes does that come in? And you start to build out those variations. Okay. And then, you know, what's your shipping cost? Well, it's this much, if it's this weight, if it's this much, if it's this, and then you start building all that out and then, Imagine. okay, what are your taxes like? Yeah. And so like you start going through each, aspect of each product and then it's like whoa I, you know you just yeah. don't think about it. it's like oh it's easy we're just yeah. you know just put it online and um there there actually is quite a bit involved for each product that you you know set up yeah. either on woo or ddd it's it's the same in that way yeah yeah i think a good rule of thumb something i've always done is is basically i have like if it's e-commerce even if it's the most basic e-commerce site you know just like a handful of products it's double like my normal rate for like a, you know, your average uh, brochure style website. And that's yeah. just, 
you know, if there's no additional like crazy extensions or customizations, or there's not a huge amount of products or variation. And then, yeah, I think I like Jerry's rule of thumb, you know, uh, well, sorry, it was a, an hour per product, an hour per product. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good rule of thumb. Cause that's yeah, really every product's going to have, um, yeah. Cause you're cropping photos and inputting all stuff. And yeah. Um, Another thing to keep in mind too, though, is, is who like, cause some sites, like I've had a, a website where it was, I think it was like 500 plus products and wow. we basically negotiated and they were going to be responsible for getting me all the data to import, you know, a spreadsheet mm-hmm. with all the different stuff. And so that was kind of like the agreement was like, I'm not going to be like manually uh, adding, you know, 500 different products. Like we can, you know, bulk yeah. do this and then, you know, make it a lot easier. So there's definitely, you know, some time-saving tips that you can do with stuff like that. All right. Well, I don't want to get too far away from the topic, which is kind of comparing the, um, you know, the platforms, I, I think. I, I know we have done some pricing um, episodes before, but maybe a uh, e-commerce pricing discussion um, would be good also like in the future, because it is kind of a whole different uh, can of worms <laughs> yeah. than building, you know, just a typical uh, website. So, um, so, so the other thought on, were you, sorry, just before you, because no, no, I feel like fine. you're going to jump to ADD. No, no, thought- I was actually going to. Oh, okay. To woo before we went to EDD because I have a feeling we're going to have more to say on EDD probably. Okay, cool. Well, I'll, I'll keep going on woo and then feel free to d- redirect. Um, but the other thing I've noticed with woo is there's other products that then make you use woo. So like I use um, the events calendar for event websites, mm. which is fabulous. Like it's a really, really good um, plugin. It's not cheap, I don't think, from memory. It's like $150, $200, something like that. Um, but it's great. But if you want to sell tickets through it, then you're gonna, you have to, you have to use Woo. So there's, there's the, I think the power of Woo is even the fact that other developers then use Woo. So you didn't even choose like which gateway you were going to use. They've said if you use the events calendar, you're going to use Woo. So knowing Woo is just useful for those kind of things. So actually that's not a physical product, I guess, events technically. They, they're giving out tickets, which I don't know. Could you do tickets with EDD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's ways to do tickets with EDD. Um, you know, as far as like, you know, somebody like Modern Tribe and, and the events calendar um, as product creators, they're going to go for, uh, when they're developing, they're going to look at the market share of 3 yeah. million plus active installs versus like, you know, I, I'm not 100% sure what, what um, EDD is, but they're going to look at the market share and they're definitely going to develop for that first. Yeah. Um, but, and but I guess I, the, the portion they're asking you to install is the free portion of Woo. So they're not asking you to pay for any extensions. You're yeah. essentially the extension is them. Is and then okay. they just get you to install the free version. So I guess they wouldn't want to use something like EDD because then you have to pay for EDD as well as. Well, yeah. it, well the base plugin of EDD is free, just like WooCommerce. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's in the repository and you, and you can install it. So it's, it, it's okay. kind of the same. And then like WooCommerce, they, you know, they make their money off of, uh, extensions yeah which is a good model but yeah um you know we're, we're starting to see um more third-party plugin developers um developing for for easy digital downloads um you know different like cart recovery systems and things like that who used to be solely for woocommerce they're now coming around to edd because they recognize you know pretty much you know all the wordpress uh, plugin and child theme d- developers are you know, I, I think that's really their target market for easy digital downloads um, for the most part. I mean, of course, they have like ebooks and, and, and you know, pot, you know, 
podcasting things and, and different things like that that people use it for. But I, I think they're trying to really get a handle on the um, WordPress development community to use their product. Yeah, I would say just kind of along with that, the vast majority of like active uh, EDD sites are selling some sort of WordPress product. That's just been my experience because most WordPress product companies out there, unless they have something custom, they're using EDD. Um, but I don't think I've ever seen EDD like come across an EDD site that wasn't WordPress related. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, potentplugins.com, it's selling uh, WooCommerce, um, you know, extensions, reporting tools and things like that, but it uses easy digital downloads to actually process. Well, you could use it for something like books and. Oh yeah. 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 Like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you can do like eBooks and and all kinds of different stuff. Um, And like I said, you, you can even set EDD up to, to sell. Um, I, I think it would be kind of more simple physical products, but those extensions are there for easy digital downloads to, to handle that. So, so maybe you're selling a mixture of stuff. You're selling uh, eBooks plus, um, you know, hard copies of the book, you know, in that case, CDD might be a good choice for you or WooCommerce might be a cho- decent choice for you because it'll handle digital products as well. So really just depends on your needs, uh, probably your budget. And I, I guess like your knowledge of, of uh, what you're using. So, yeah. Yeah, WooCommerce.com, they actually use EDD to sell their extensions. No way. Oh, I was like, what? I totally bought that, man. Oh, man. Check the source code like right now. That would be, that'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so I, I think we covered uh, WooCommerce, and it seems like the general consensus is WooCommerce is great for, for physical products, you know, because of the shipping, taxes. Um, and overall kind of third-party development community. Um, so let, let's go ahead and dive in. Um, Tim, since this is kind of fresh on your brain, what, what was like the deciding factor that made you jump over to EDD and, and what do you see as its biggest strengths? Yeah, I would say um, the biggest things for me, you know, that was worth the, the effort and expense of migrating my existing store over to EDD was um, their... Uh, API licensing system is just way more robust than anything available for, for WooCommerce. Uh, you know, so, so customers can license their products and get automatic updates and everything. EDD has that built in and that's what they use for their, for their products. And so uh, it's very powerful. Um, and then also uh, upgrading, you know, customer, it's all built in where customers can, can upgrade to, to different, you know, a higher level plan, higher level subscription. So those are probably the, the two things that, I wasn't able to do fully and it was kind of a broken system with WooCommerce um, and, and EDD having that, that built in. So that was huge. Um, so yeah. Which realistically, whoever builds subscriptions in Woo needs to fix because it's not just a, like an issue like you, like the coffee guys for us, if someone decides they now want more coffee, they have to cancel their subscription and sign up to a whole new subscription. They can't just change to a different subscription. And so I think there's something broken in that whole system in itself. So it'd be interesting to see if that wasn't broken, if it's, if it still would have been enough for you. Yeah. I I feel like it would have to be something where, um, you know, someone went in and, and, you know, whether it was WooCommerce themselves built a, a very robust API licensing platform that yeah. was, you know, very well integrated with WooCommerce core and was going to be, you know, very well supported. Um, 
and I basically didn't really see that for WooCommerce. That's what you want. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. And so it's I just realistically, figured, no one's going to bother competing, right? Right. So long term, it just made more sense to me to to go to a platform that's you know made by people that are also doing the same thing as me. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, all the other successful product companies out there are also using EDD, and so you know, it's it's supported for exactly what I'm doing, and so it just seemed like it was it was the right choice. Yeah, for digital products, you know, the idea of subscription and, you know, purchase and like they're really well integrated. And so EDD, and that's what I, you know, was talking about when I said like they, EDD, when they built, they were able to kind of start from scratch and have that specific uh, target in mind. Whereas the WooCommerce, you know, side of that, like subscriptions, it's an add-on, which doesn't always mean that it's an afterthought, but you can tell, you know, by the problems you have with it. It's kind of like an afterthought, like trying to make this older system that wasn't designed for it do something it wasn't designed to do. And yeah. you, you feel that, you know, going through the process yeah. with clients. Yeah. Yeah. And and what I was doing, that's like, it's like, even though I could kind of, you know, Mickey Mouse, a few extensions together, that kind of works some of the time. It it's not their core audience, right? Like physical products and all of those things is what they focus on. And so, like you said, it yeah, it was an afterthought and it was, you know, a very small subset of their audience where EDD, what I'm doing is like probably their biggest by far, you know, mm-hmm. type of customer. So, yeah. yeah and, and with EDD, you are having to, you know, install different um, extensions, which I think is good because, not everybody is going to need like everything crammed into, you know, to like an EDD pro, let's say that just had all these features and ones. So you can really get customized um, with, you know, with, with what you need. Um, but yeah, you, you know, you're going to have to have a, um, you know, a software licensing extension, the recurring payments extension. There, there's a bunch of different extensions that, that you can install. The nice thing about easy digital downloads extensions is they're all built by easy digital downloads and, and they have, mm-hmm pretty much, pretty much everything that you need. And they're very compatible. You're not having the same problems, Sarah, like, like you're talking you yeah. know, to where you have to get some third-party plugin, not in the WooCommerce shop. Um, so, so you really do kind of have more of that faith and trust that, that their products are going to work than, yeah. I, than I think you do in, in WooCommerce to kind of achieve the same, the same thing. Um, but yeah, Tim, uh, for us, it, you know, it was kind of the same. It was the, uh, you know, the upgrade pass it's, you know, the cross selling d- different things like that, that, easy digital downloads makes really easy for you to do. And based on the, the amount of products that we had and, and kind of where we wanted to go, um, we wanted to one, sell our products a la carte. You can buy them individually. We have different pricing models. You can get single, three site, unlimited, and then lifetime unlimited. But we also wanted to like have one price that you pay that will give you access to everything. And it, it was kind of perfect timing because when we were getting ready to make the switch over to to EDD, they came out with the all access extension, mm. which, which does give you that power to where somebody pays one price, they get one license key and they can access uh, all of your products. So, um, and, and they actually just came out with an update today that made that kind of more uh, robust. I, I don't know if you've seen that yet guys. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Um, so, so maybe we'll, we'll post that in the, in the show notes, but for us having so many products and wanting to give that all encompassing um, access, uh, you know, the all access uh, pass extension that, that they have is just amazing. So that, that's really what sold us on uh, EDD. Yeah, I'm going to be launching my own uh, 
all access pass for my website. So I'm very interested in the update you mentioned. I'll have to check that out. And another thing for me, uh, for EDD, now this sounds like a small thing, but it's actually a big thing. EDD has the ability for customers after they've purchased to generate a invoice and they can input the information that they want on that invoice. So for example, for European customers, their VAT number and so forth. Uh, with WooCommerce, there is a bunch of extensions that allow you to create uh, PDF invoices from uh, whatever they enter at checkout. And so it can email them a PDF of it. Um, and that's great. But as a digital product company, I have a very simple checkout You know, to boost conversions. I wanted as little checkout fields as possible. So I don't want to collect a whole address when all I need is a, uh, a zip code to verify, you know, for credit card purchases, I don't want to collect the whole address and, and, you know, make the checkout longer. Um, but certain customers, they need their address on an invoice for tax purposes. And so yeah. I was having to go in and manually add those details to a customer's order, then generate a PDF and doing that for every European customer is very time consuming. And so with EDD, they have an extension where after customer purchases, they just fill out the form. Oh, you want your company address here? Okay, here's your VAT number here. Whatever you need on the invoice. And then it automatically pulls their you know, order details, what they bought, what they paid. And then it generates it and then they can download it. So yeah, something right. like that, yeah, that would for us was be huge. small. Because we were at the point of like, okay, we almost need like a virtual assistant to like, do these for us because when WooCommerce they were such a pain. But yeah, yeah. now and, and the order receipt, they get the link. Need an invoice? Click here, and then they can go and just make their own invoice, which is awesome. Yeah, and, and I like I searched high and low to find something for WooCommerce. Thought about building something custom, um, and you know, and then I decided for all the other reasons to move to EDD, so it didn't matter. But you know, nothing like that existed for WooCommerce. Uh, yes, yeah, something on the small side, but yeah, very very time consuming. Yeah, I remember yeah. when you guys all started and people were like whinging about the fact that they had to give their address, but because <laughs> we like makes you give your address and everyone was like, you know, there's functions and things like that. <laughs> it, yeah. but it, it's not like, it's not to where you can like toggle it on and off in WooCommerce. So yeah, yeah. you actually had to like, um, you know, with, with Switch PF, it off. Like hide the fields. Yeah. 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 With the hook. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, EDD is awesome for me. And I think you kind of already said this, Sarah, it's like, if you're doing digital products to me, there's no comparison like WooCommerce yeah. can do it, but EDD is just so much better built for it. Um, and okay, so, so here's a question a for you. So if you were already, if you already had a physical shop and then you were going to add digital products, would you do it in WooCommerce or would you additionally add EDD? I think it, for me, and it would depend both functioning on, at the same time. Yeah. For me, it would depend on whether or not, or how complex the digital products were. If it's like what I am, I'm doing now with, uh, you know, having tiered, you know, site licenses based on how many installs they need and subscriptions and all that, then I would say, I would not try to do it in Woo. I would, I would do it on EDD, but if it was a simple, you know, one-off digital product, then I'd, I'd stay on Woo. Yeah. I, I would do an install in a different directory and like, have, have the different installations running each because <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't know what kind of like problems you'd run, run into long-term, like having a WooCommerce shop with like 20, 20 plugins uh, and then a, you know, EDD shop with like, you know, 20 extensions or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They're both it, very kinda, like database heavy. Yeah, yeah. Extremely database heavy. So. 
Yeah, Sorry. we ran both on uh, Monterey Premiere for a while because I had Jedi there and then also the marketplace. So uh, you could do it and it works. Um, but, you know, it does. Uh, there is a, a performance hit, you know, having yep. both installed. But yeah, I would agree with Tim. Like, so if you're just adding on, you know, ebook digital download with your physical book, you know, um, I would just add it into WooCommerce because it, it is fine for digital products. It's, you know, we're kind of speaking against it, but but we're product creators who are, you know, kind of, you know, dealing with licensing and subscriptions and that kind of thing. But sometimes, you know, it's just, hey, I, you know, I need to download this MP3 or, you know, whatever. Um, and and so, you know, for, yeah. for simpler type things, for unlimited license, you know, without trying to track or, you know, keep track of, um, you know, how many times it's being installed or used in different places, uh, WooCommerce totally works fine for that. Yeah, and yeah. I, think, I think for us be, being digital product creators, um, EDD just seems so much more lightweight. I mean, we're not going into like, yeah. uh, you know, create a new, create a new product and seeing all these like shipping options and, and things like yeah. that, that, that we don't need, and, um, you know, be, being reminded of that. So, um, you know, EDD in that sense is more lightweight to install um, on your site if you're not needing all those extra tax and, and shipping options and things. So one thing on EDD, obviously it's not built for Divi, like, or Divi hasn't already custom mm designed anything so mm. how does it go in terms of styling and how that's, much that's a, need that's a really great question um there's no, no i would say yeah there's no like divi styling and edd doesn't add any of their own styling either uh which mm. is you know it's good and bad good because it's you know it's kind of like a blank slate but yeah you do have to go in and add all your own custom css um and it is it is time consuming and you do have to know CSS to be able so to be. next someone's going to come out with like a third party extension where you can just install this plugin and it'll fully style it for you. Yeah. Well, there's an extension to, there is an extension to like, uh, make, um, like the Divi to enable the Divi builder on EDD products. Um, so that's available. And, and so, you, you know, you can kind of get the, the basics, but, um, yeah, it's not, it's not, hugely customizable or yeah, anything and, there, like you know, there, and, and there are functions and things like that i mean we have the divi builder um and edd by default instead of products they call them downloads yeah um so so for us when we switch from woocommerce to edd we actually um we actually coded to to change that so our our edd is still products otherwise you know we were gonna have to do like you know a bunch of like dynamic redirects and, and things like that. Yeah. So, so that I kept all, that. Our, all of our product slugs and everything um, the same. Yeah. Tim, Tim knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, I, I, and I couldn't do what you're talking about with the function to change it because the way I did my migration, uh, my developer needed both WooCommerce and EDD active at the same time. And so I, that <laughs> slug was already taken by WooCommerce. So dang it. So I had to do all those yeah, okay. redirects. Yeah, for us, you know, we were, we were fortunate enough to to build our EDD site, um, migrate over the customer data, and then, you know, and then pull the trigger on, on launching it. So it was a pretty seamless, uh, I say seamless. I mean, obviously there was a lot more involved to it and we've hit some, uh, some road bumps, uh, you know, a along the way, but overall we're extremely happy with the, with the switch. So. So aside from styling and possible CSS requirements, um, do you need any other coding experience to be able to use EDD? I, I wouldn't say so. I mean, um, you know, it, it, it has out of the box uh, short codes, you know, for setting up like the, you know, the um, customer dashboards and, and things mm -hmm. like that. It has a lot of different uh, short codes uh, th that you can use to kind of customize it to your needs. 
So I I would say, you know, I mean, for us, obviously, you know, we did um, custom code certain, certain things that we needed, um, you know, maybe for some of our, uh, you know, you know, uh, platforms that that we're using. Um, But I think out of the box, I I think if somebody's familiar with WordPress and short codes and kind of, you know, problem solving and reading documentation, I I think most, most uh, WordPress users are going to be able to figure it out. Yeah. I I would say the only other thing I used was I used um, uh, the EDD layout injector by Sean Barton. And then I used also advanced custom fields to be able to get data from the the product page into um, the actual front end. Uh, So that, that was helpful too, uh, using advanced custom fields, super powerful. All right. Well, it uh, looks like we got s- about seven, eight minutes left uh, in the episode since we did get started late. Um, so do you guys have anything else you want to say uh, in particular on EDD before we jump into final thoughts? Or I can't think of any final thoughts either, so I'm, I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and let uh, let's let Tim get final thoughts. He's usually <laughs> I've, got, I've got some in my head, but uh, being the host, I'll I'll kind of wait till the end here. Yeah, I would say my final thoughts are um, you know just kind of reiterate with EDD. If you're doing digital, it just makes sense uh, because they it's, it's built for digital products. It doesn't have all the extra bloat that WooCommerce has. You know, with all the the physical um, you know shipping and taxes and and stuff like that. Um, I would say, uh, if it's a super simple digital product that you don't need, you know, some of the more complex stuff and you're familiar with WooCommerce, then, you know, by all means just stick with that. But, um, you know, if you're building a full business around, you know, a digital product, um, you know, and selling multiple digital products and EDD is definitely the way to go. Um, besides that, I don't really have anything else that I can think of. That's it. All right. Uh, jury. <laughs> Yeah. uh, So I'm going to just say, you know, use the right tool for the job. Um, So in some cases, WooCommerce is the better tool. And in some cases, Easy Digital Downloads is the better tool. So, uh, you know, just look at whatever your project is. Uh, If if you're new to pricing out e-commerce projects, um, I would encourage you to uh, do some research and uh, think about all the options because all of those variations and those details, boy, they add up and it can be, you know, it can become, you know, really huge. So uh, yeah, try to try to think through and understand the whole process as best you can before you decide on one or the other and, and put a price on it for, for your customer. Uh, my final thought is don't swap from one to the other because it sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's, That's my final good. thought. That's my takeaway from this. Yeah. Don't start with woo and then change to EDD because it sounds horrible. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely a, a process, <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, just, just kind of go off that. We're still, you know, you still deal with kind of the remnants of it down the line. Little things are going to happen. Oh, yeah. There's little little bugs here and there. Tim, a year from now, you're going to be be dealing with things that that pop up that you have to go in and uh, fix sometimes in, in customer accounts, but. Um, yeah, my final thought is kind of the same as everybody else's. There's all kinds of different situations that, that people have um, with their uh, e-commerce shops. What kind of products are you selling? What, what are your needs? Um, I, I, I will say, um, just kind of give a shout out to the, to the EDD guys and, and Pippin and Sandhills uh, development in general. Um, they, 
they've, you know, they've just been awesome. I mean, support, like I was mentioning earlier, uh, if you do catch a bug, you're able to email them more often than not, you're seeing, you know, an update coming out, fixing, fixing that bug, like pretty, pretty quickly. And they're all like, you know, super nice Pippin, uh, Chris, uh, Klazowski, <laughs> um, and, and everybody else I've ever met from there. Super nice. They're at the WordCamp. So, um, really personable, approachable company, if that's what you're looking for. So, Ooh, I have one more final thought. Yes. EDD has better customer management than WooCommerce does. So EDD, you can see, you can click on a customer and see a profile. You can see all of their purchases, active subscriptions, API keys, their lifetime uh, value as a customer. Uh, WooCommerce, to my knowledge, doesn't have anything that robust built in. Uh, so EDD, it's, it's definitely um, better in that regard. That's, that's true. Yeah. Um, and, and you can even like on our all access passes, you can go in and see like, which of those products they have access to they've they've downloaded um even you know some people get in there and like download everything like right away some people only use like two or three products out of the you know 40 that we have or something like that so um i agree tim all right uh well i think that kind of concludes uh episode 83 um which was uh, woocommerce versus easy digital downloads uh who has uh, next week's topic on hand ah it's no something idea. about something that I don't or, understand. Or, or but we've gonna, got guests. Swap, maybe swapping some episodes. Social, t- social tools, streamlining tools for social, like Buffer. Okay, like Hootsuite, Buffer, things like that. Yeah, okay. and we've got some guests on. So that'll be fun. Awesome. That sounds yeah. great. So, okay. Well, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Um, you can, of course, um, catch us on iTunes. Uh, you can see the episode again on, on uh, our YouTube channel. Um, or you can just go to uh, divi.chat and check out the episode. So thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you next week. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.